Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Our Lord, the eternal, ever-living, ever-being Logos, the person of the Word, the Word of God, became a man. King James words it, and the Word became flesh. Became the son of Adam or the son of humanity, if you will. And he did that for a number of reasons that are very beneficial for us. Thank you for your enthusiasm. He did that also, most importantly, by promise, he said that he will come and save his people by promise that he will be uh, conceived by the holy um, virgin. I show you a mystery, a virgin will conceive, right? He will also remain, not become fully human, but only, but also remain fully God. How many understand what I'm talking about? It's a mystery. It's a mystery you don't understand. But how many of us are glad that the Lord did not do what he did in the form of winning, in the form of healing, in the form of delivering, in the form of preaching and teaching, to deprive us of it. He, he came preaching, teaching, and healing, certainly not to deprive us of being able to do what he preached or deprive us of being able to do what he taught or deprive us of being able to go and do what he commissioned us to do. Go and in my name, right? The Great Commission tells us, the definition of our journey tells us, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It tells us that certain powers of the world to come will be ours. Now, I I would be able to deliver this a lot faster to you if you stopped acting like you know all that. Because you act like that, I'll keep you here till seven tonight. We call it in the Christian um, um, faith since the dawn of theology, God's speech, since the beginning of the word of God in the body of Christ, we call it the incarnation. The Lord became flesh or 
a body hast thou prepared me, the King James says. So, so he shows us that he became a man. Does that make sense? And that's how he, gave, he can lay down his life and give his pure, innocent, holy, natural, human life and make his soul according to the sacred scriptures a sacrifice for sin. Now, if you're here and you know I've been quoting the word wave at me real quick so I know that I'm not among strangers. You know I'm talking the word wave at me. So the Lord made his soul a sacrifice for sin. And the Bible tells us uh, the life of the flesh or the body is in the blood. So we know that he gave his life's blood also in order that something would happen to me. He didn't give his pure and holy life's blood so that nothing will happen to me. He didn't supply his cleansing so that I would remain like I was. He, he did not supply his salvation so that you would be what the devil calls you. You are not what the devil calls you. You're not what people call you. You are what God calls you. You are the redeemed of the Lord. And let the redeemed of the Lord glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. And, and, and so he became fully man and in, in meaning that perfect man. And of course, we understand without sin, without any inheritance of Adamic fault. How many know that any attack that came against the Lord uh, are, are, are in his earthly ministry came from outside? How many would like to allow the Lord through his word and spirit to take you to a place where everything you face in the form of external warfare is from the outside. How many would not like to walk fighting with a little part of you that has a hook in it and you say, well, you know, I'm just trying to get over this thing. The devil cometh and he hath something in me. How many want to be? Give no place to the devil. Huh? Now, did not the man of God write and give no place to the devil? If it was impossible to give the devil no place, God would not tell you to not give him a place. But when you were saved, when you are blessed, when you are preached, when you are elevated, when you are aided by God. And he gave you your territory back, your salvation back, his plan back, his word for your life. Glory to God. And you grow in the Lord and International Miracle Institute and in the transfiguration and in the um, 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 first century uh, experience you allow your spirit soul and body to yield to his redemption uh, there's nothing see fight for it is not a struggle 
Fight for it is a surrender. My God, thank you very much. Anybody, anybody can keep on being convinced that they're a wretched sinner by merely putting a lot of stock in the devil and in evil. But any one of us who have been born into the body of Christ can accept that we've been sanctified and we've been washed by putting a lot of stock in the Redeemer, His cleansing, His washing, His blessing, His aiding, His lifting you up. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So any of us, thank you. You may be seated. Lift your hands and shout hallelujah three times. Hallelujah! 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 So, when, when the Lord be, stepped into or came into by invitation, uh, Mary said, um, he, Here's the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Speaking of the word that the Lord sent Gabriel with, which was the word that the Lord spoke over and over through the Old Covenant, very strongly through Isaiah in, in, in a, a several verses. How many understand? Yes. And so now conception happened. And that's a powerful thing. And now I need to pass on that real quick and so because when the angel Gabriel said to her because she said how is this going to happen she hadn't yet received because she didn't know just how in the world is this going to happen I, I'm not married I know not a man huh see how in the world are you going to believe what I'm prophesying and breathing into your life if you won't get pregnant with the vision that is being preached. Huh? If you continue to be a Christian abortionist and kill the vision of God for your life, then you can't blame him for not fighting for it. But if you accept his impregnation of your triumph, your victory, your strength, your authority, your healing, your freedom, your deliverance. His indwelling will rise up in you. He will move in your life in the fruit of the Spirit, in the gifts of God. Hallelujah. Should I stop? Run up here real quick. Glory to God. Fire on your life. Child of God, I found out a long time ago. I am much happier pleasing the Lord by allowing him to please me than I am by pleasing man by allowing me to please them. Because man will please you down, will take you out of what God called you to, but God will lift you up to a level of freedom and liberty that no man can take you. 
Hey! Stop right there. Stop right there. Freeze. Take that. How many are understanding what I'm talking about? So she wants to know, how am I going to what? Conceive. How am I going to conceive and what? And bring forth a son. How am I going to have a son that's going to be sitting on the throne of his father David? He's going to grow. How, how am I going to, how is, how is he going to be called the son of God? How is he going to save his people? So all she has is a word. All, all, all she has is a word. Who, who, when God preaches you, he preaches you big. All she has is a word, but she wants to understand. How is this going to happen? Well, he tells her. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. That's why the Holy One that will be born of you will be called the Son of God. The King James um, vir- Virgin says, um, the holy thing which shall be born of you. And some, uh, you know, but, but it, the original language is the Holy One. How many understand that the Lord is not a thing? Yes. He's a one. Yes. And so that the original language, the Holy One, which will be born of you. And it's very important to take a moment for me uh, to remind you that she was betrothed or engaged to a man by the name of Joseph, who was a godly man. The Bible says he was a godly man. And uh, church tradition and history shows us that he may have been much older than um, the young um, um, mother of the Lord is that under so but he was because he's a holy man after the word got out from her that she was with child it wasn't public knowledge but he was beginning to think about it and think well how do I call this off and put her aside quietly so that it won't make what? A scandal. Why? Because she would get stoned and she would be murdered because she w- humanity will assume, relig- religious denominations will assume that she um, committed adultery. So very important to know that this was also a man that heard God, right? This is after the conception. So we back up a little bit. Can I come a little closer to you? I I, I promise I'll keep enough social distance. (laughs) Don't want you to be caught up. I get too close to you, you... He'll catch you. 
It'll be pandemonium in here. <laughs> how, how will this be? See? I, I know not a man. Well, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. And that's why the Holy One that will be born of you will be called the Son of God. And, and very important, and beside all this, this is the sixth month with your cousin Elizabeth, who is called barren. So now, now he tells her, not only is this going to happen, but here, here's, here, here's a jolt of faith. Here's, here's a testimony. My God. You know how long your cousin has been incapable of conception? Well, guess what? You don't know it, but it's been six months. With your cousin, which is called barren. Very important because I want to get to that point and move on. Hit someone and say, help the man of God today. Say, say I'm going to help the man of God help me. So what, what happened is, as we know the, the sacred scriptures, the records of the, uh, the, the, the Holy Bible, tell us that um, the angel departed. And then the Holy Ghost came upon her. And then she went out. It records how she went out to the mountains or the hillside to go visit her cousin Elizabeth where her cousin was. Right? Now her cousin is six months into it. But Mary is just barely into it. Huh? Mary is just, you know, just, just, just received the, just said, yes. Just said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's all. Sapapando con dambre. And so, 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 so I'm just, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just trying to tell you sometimes what is in your life seems to be very small to detect. Do not, do not underestimate the power of his deposit. Do not underestimate the power of his deposit. My God. And, and so, of course, you know the story, but, and, and, it's, and so when she walks into Elizabeth's house and she says, uh, um, you know, um, peace, you know, she says, hello. She says, Hey, she said, yeah, shalom. The power of God hits the place. 
Now just, just in the very first, very primitive days of conception, there is enough divinity, there is more than enough divinity, there is more than enough power to go ahead and get in the vocal cords, to get in the atmosphere, uh, to hit the baby that is in, in Elizabeth's womb. And, and she said, whoa, what an honor to me that the mother of my Lord would come and visit me. When your cousin calls you, you know, uh, good things, you know it's God. And, and, and she said, because from the moment the sound of your salutation hit my ears, the, the babe leapt in me for joy. So now John the Baptist became John the Pentecostal because he was filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. I'm going to stop. I hear a shout in this place. Should I stop? So that, that I just wanted to, to, to get to that part because this was the invisible part. She wasn't showing yet. There, there's no reason for us to believe that, that anyone else knew other than her. And, uh, and um, maybe the word would later get to Joseph. Maybe it got to Joseph before, but we don't know. We do know that she didn't even tell Elizabeth yet. But she said, Shalom. Then all of a sudden now, all of a sudden, because see, the word had gotten to Zacharias, and Zacharias was told, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're going to have a son. Your prayer is heard. I'm going to stop. He said, your prayer is heard, and your wife is going to conceive, and the Lord is going to, you know. Anyway, he predicts John the Baptist who's the voice crying in the wilderness. The one that will go before the Lord to prepare his way for him. There is a sound and there is a message in your world today that is preparing a highway for God's greatest opportunity to outshine and outdo with goodness anything and everything that contradicted your call. There is a highway being prepared that you will step into the next seven years in supernatural victory and authority and dominion and power in spite of the godlessness and the evil and the hatred and the divisiveness and the division that in the that is in the world today there is a generation being raised up as a mighty army of men and women that will experience God's goodness in the land of the living and days of heaven on earth Glory to God. 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 And if that's you shout, that's me. You may be seated. And 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 so, of course, then the Lord the Lord was um 
was, um, became a man. But as a man, he was of the Holy Ghost. How many understand? So this, this conception was miraculous so that he would take on what would otherwise, the, the physicality that would otherwise have received this life force from a male donor. A human, a human being. And if, if that's all God had for us, we'd still be going this way. There would have never been a this way. How many are glad that he came down this way to take us up this way? And how many are glad he came down this way, took us up out of the grave and took us up in him to sit up there, but left us down here to go this way, casting out the devils, healing the sick, preaching the good news and delivering the captive. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Should I stop? And so there was, there was, it's very important you, and you understand that that was an intersection in time, if you will. That was the, the, the cross he came in order to annihilate the doom that we were destined to through the dominion of the fall and supply the salvation that he predetermined to give humanity. And so if I'm going too fast, uh, just take notes in your spirit. Am I doing okay? How many are catching everything? How many of us know that this will never happen again? This will never happen. The conception that way of of the Blessed Virgin will never happen again. Again. It will never happen. There's only one Savior. There's not ten Saviors. Not all roads lead to heaven. There's only one way. There's only one door. There's only one name. There's only one Savior. My God. My God. But otherwise, there would have had to be a human supply. And if the human supply gave that physical body or that life its life source, then that life could not supply a different kind of life. But, but since the Logos became the Son of Man or became flesh, are you listening to me? Then his humanity was in perfection, even though he's in actually, if you can call it, the realm or the sphere. Where where no man has ever lived before or after completely sinless. Let me say that again. No human being ever lived before or after the Lord completely sinless everyone messed up somehow 
Do you agree with that? Yes. For all have and come short. Okay. Well, well, guess what? The Lord is the brightness of his glory. He's out under the power quoting scripture. The, the, that's good. How many think that's good? The, the book of Hebrews tells us clearly that Christ is the brightness of God's glory and the express image of God's person. So he, the glory, did not come short of the glory. But now he did not come here and resist sin through his glorious divinity only. No, no, no. God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man or any human being. So you can't tempt God. So even Scott, even, even when he said, even when he said, because how many know it's very important to understand the temptations of Christ? Because he was tempted in how many ways? But the three powerful ones that were listed during the time of the Lord's fasting and, 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 and separation in the, in the solitary place, the, the three of them, one of them was, the Lord said, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Does that make sense? And it was when, when Satan told him, throw yourself down because it's written, he's given his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Are you listening to me? Lest you dash your foot against the stone. And he, he, he said to him, you know, get behind me. It's, you, you should not tempt the Lord your God. He wasn't saying you can't tempt me. I'm the Lord your God. He's saying as a man, I will not put my heavenly father to the test. I will resist you as a man. I will fight for it as a man. I will defeat you as a man in order to gain the right for every one of my children to get victory over you. And you say, well, Dr. Fusha, I don't know if I believe that. Well, I just quoted it to you. He was tempted in all points as we are, yet without sin. Uh Uh-huh. And I just quoted to you, God is not tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. So you put those two together, you understand that it was the humanity that 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 he put on perfectly. It was the physicality living in the realm of the enemy the small G, the small God of this world who wanted nothing more than to get Christ to miss his mark just a little bit so he can have the right to be his ruler because whoever you yield your members a servant to obey, you become his servant. But Christ lived for 33 years and never gave a millimeter to the devil. He is your champion. He is your savior. He is your healer. He is your deliverer. Hallelujah. And so he says, um, the, the devil comes or the prince of this world comes and he has nothing in me. Does that make sense? And he shows us how he resisted 
the, the enemy. He said, it is written, it is written, it is written. So he, the Lord, uses the word of God that he, the word, the Lord, inspired man to speak. Hallelujah. And he utilizes the word even though he is the word, right? And he says it is, has been said, it is now on record, the original language. Isn't that powerful? So um, he, uh, he gains the right to, to be our savior. So very important um, to, uh, to notice, first of all, the mission. Um, the, the mission of Christ and the mission of the church are the same. The mission of the Lord and the mission of his people are the same. Do you see how quiet it is? In what way? In every way. In every way. The same. When, when Christ was crucified, did he cruci- get crucified or give his life and suffer and, and, and go through the, the terrible beating and the shameful death that he went through because he deserved it? No. Well, who did he did it as? He became whom? He became what? So that we might be made the righteousness of God. He became what? So he took upon himself the seed of Abraham. Who, who am I crucified with? Who are you crucified with? Shout it out loud. Not you, not you were. You are. You are. You are crucified now. Because failure is crucified now. Sickness is crucified now. Sickness is crucified now. Weakness is crucified now. Sin is crucified now. The old nature is crucified now. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Glory be to God. Ah, and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, so the mission of Christ, say the mission of the Lord, is the mission of the church. Say the mission of the Lord, the victory of the Lord, the provision of the Lord, and the commission of the Lord was given to his people to us his body his family his church the new creatures to go in his name to preach teach heal raise the dead cast out devils declare the good news and participate in the resurrection life of God living in our lives now, if you believe it, give God the greatest shout of praise you've ever lit a sin out of planet Earth.
So Christ's mission is what? Is the mission of the church. So we just saw it's the cross of Christ. But what did he say to you and I? Well, take up your cross and follow me. Well, why do I need a cross? Because I have to fight for it. If you, if you want to live the resurrection life, you've got to keep death crucified. You, you've got to keep death crucified. And so I am crucified with Christ. I don't know if you understood that, but see, every time I say something profound, I have to elaborate on it. See, I always get blamed for it. It's not my fault. How many understand I have to elaborate on it? So the Lord said to us, in as much as we are, the children are partakers of flesh and blood. He also himself likewise took part of the same. How? You will conceive in your womb. Huh? Because he became flesh. Took part of the same, flesh and blood. That through death, he might what? Destroyed him. What kind of death? Was he stoned? What kind of death? It was the death of the cross and it was the cross of Christ. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And no man drug him there. No man took his life from him. He came to nail your damnation and to supply your sanctification. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. And, uh, and that through death, he might what? Destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So he, he says, okay, this cross supp- applies to you. I, I did this with you. I did this with you on my mind. I did this with you as my, my new creation. Does that make sense? And then he rose um, from the dead victoriously. And of course, he, we were made to be raised together with him. He caused us to be raised. To, he raised us up together with him and made us to sit together in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. So from the moment, and how many of us here you believe that we will be changed in a moment in, in the twinkling of an eye? You believe that the Lord is returning and this may be a generation that is alive when he comes back. And whether we are or not, doesn't matter, we are going to be caught up. But I believe we are. We were, which are alive and remain will be caught up together with them. This Mortal will put on immortality. Okay? You believe that? Yes. Put your hands on your spirit and pray in your heavenly language if you have.
Lord, we thank you. We give you honor. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we thank you for the washing of the water by the word. We thank you for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that lives mightily and strongly in us. We thank you for the miracle that is in the making on the inside of your people. We thank you that your mission is our mission. Thank God that you made us sharers together with you by grace through faith in your death, that we would also be sharers together with you through grace and faith in your resurrection. And then we also be sharers with you in, um, in being sent to the world, to being apostolically launched. Said, you said, go ye into all the world. And you said, make disciples of all nations. You sent us to preach this good news of the kingdom. The same good news you preached when you confined and limited your ministry on earth simply to a geographical location in the Holy Land. But then you poured out your spirit upon us and sent us to the ends of the earth to share in your, in your mission, to carry out your mission and to declare you're alive. And we believe you're alive. You live. You live. You live. You live today. You're alive today. You're alive with us today. You're alive among us today. You're alive for us today. You're alive upon us today. You're alive in us today. And you're alive through us today. To you be honor and glory and praise. And everybody said hallelujah. So the mission of the Lord, how many understood that now? The mission of the Lord, the commission of the Lord is the commission of the church. Does that make sense? So if he came teaching, preaching, and healing, and then he sent us, then he did the same thing with us. Um, If I could read to you just a, a verse or two of scripture. Would you like for us to minister to you today? Yes. Would you, would you, um, would you um, like for me to lay hands on you today? Yes. Now you know the, the, the laying on of hands in the body of Christ is um, in the church and in the ministry of the Lord is a sacred secret. It's a, it's a sacrament, it's a mystery, and it, it is a, a way, not, not the only way, a way with which God ministers his grace to his people. Especially when there's an anointing and, and, and there is a, a man of God or a woman of God or a people of God that believe and are filled with the presence of the Lord. Does that make sense? So that's why I say that to you. Um, I, I want us to um, look together one verse. I don't trust myself 
and I say a verse, but actually, um, um, actually, uh, wow, actually one verse. Somebody lift your right hand up, say, that's a miracle. Just, just one verse. If you turn with me to the uh, epistle of um, uh, James, the elder, or James, um, the epistle of James. And if you, um, as you're going there, I'm going to remind you or stir your mind up by way of remembrance that James, uh, who is the inspired author of the book of James, is also the brother of the, of the Lord. How many understand? And, 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 and Jude is the brother of James. How many understand that? So also the brother of the Lord. So the epistle of Jude next, next later in, 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 in the Gospels, before we get to the apocalypse of John. How many understand? Yes. Jude identifies himself as the brother of James. Now that's very important because Christ Jesus, our Savior, had 12 apostles, 12 founding apostles, we call them the founding apostles. And then Judas fell out of his bishopric or position of, of um, oversight through transgression and, of course, reaped a terrible curse as a result of it. Right? Yes. And the apostles got together. We got together in the first chapter of Acts and, and chose by the direction of the Holy Spirit. And I don't have time to get into that FCD. You'll know what I'm talking about. Matthias took the place of Judas, who fell from that. Does that make sense? Yes. So 12 came back. Well, among those 12, there was a James and John. And that James, the brother of John, was the apostle one of the two that was that were called the sons of that were sons of Zebedee, and then they were called sons of thunder by the Lord. How many of you like it when the Lord gives you a nickname? Yes. Glory to God. How many are glad you the, the, the Lord's got good nicknames for you? Yes. He, he gives you a Christian name. Yes. My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But early on in the persecution of the church under one of the, um, the Agrippas, uh, James, the brother of John, was killed with the sword. How many remember that? And the church saw that um, 
that the king was so pleased that this was pleasing to the unbelieving or the non-believing Jews that he grabbed Peter or Kephas and he put him in prison ready to kill him on Passover. How many remember that? Wave at me. And so now we understand that that James is not the author of this James. And then uh, we understand that the church prayed. I want you to pray. And I want you to pray not only in agreement with us and for us, but in agreement with the vision and for the vision. We do not believe in an end time defeat for the body of Christ. We do not believe in an end time silence of the body of Christ. We do not believe in depravity in your personal life or your family life. We do not believe in anything contrary to God's best for you. We preach what you are now conceiving. Glory be to God. And we pray with you always. And so the church made prayer to Peter always without ceasing, the Bible says. And we saw the intervention of angels and an angel of the Lord brought Peter out of the the prison. Right? So when the resurrection took place and the Lord rose and began appearing to Peter, uh, to people, he started, he appeared first to Kephas or Peter, and then he goes down the line. That list we have chronologically by the apostle Paul to the church. How many of us know, wave at me, if, if you don't, then look it up and you'll see also the chronological appearances, not all of them, because he didn't list the women, he didn't list a lot of other uh, things, but the writer, uh, the book of Acts says he appeared to over 500, uh, he appeared for 40 days, and Paul the apostle says he appeared to over 500. But he goes down the line, he appeared to Peter, he appeared to the 11, he appeared to the 12. How many remember? He appeared to a multitude and then, then right before him, he says, then he appeared to James. So now we're talking about this James. We're talking about the James that is more likely to have known him as a relative somehow like Jude did. And his own brethren or relatives did not what? Shout it out loud. Did not believe on him. But there, there must have been some things and there is because we can't read the epistle of James without finding out some very strong agreement with the doctrine in, in Paul's epistles and in, in, in the gospels and the entire word of God. So during that time of persecution, say persecution. Persecution. It may have been anywhere from 47 AD. 47. To maybe... 60 
7 AD, right before the destruction of the city of Jerusalem. During that 20 years, how many of you know that's a long time ago, 2,000 years ago, if you can come in within 20 years of when a document was inspired by the Holy Spirit, that's close enough. I'm going to go over here. I said, that's close enough. But it was during that time We know that Agabus had prophesied there would be a famine in Jerusalem. We know that the church of Antioch immediately believed him and started gathering resources. Antioch, uh, church of Antioch is at 34 AD. We were having church in Antioch. Are you listening to me? Just several hundred years after the, the ascension of Christ. Several hundred. Several years after the ascension of Christ. Um... Uh, Saul of Tarsus uh, meets the Lord on the road to Damascus and there is a bishop of Damascus by the name of Ananias that's directed by the Lord to go minister to him. You guys know the story. But there's persecution. Are you following what I'm saying? And, And there's persecution happening and we don't know. I personally believe in my own study and research that this was penned Shortly before the destruction of the city of Jerusalem by the crazy Roman emperor. And um, do you have a moment? James, the brother of the Lord, it is said that he, and and if you look in the book of Acts, you see how, how significant of a role he played even in when the apostle Paul came or Saul came to Jerusalem, he was told, don't go, don't go, they're going to bind you when you go. How many remember that? And he played a major role in that, and he played a major role in also the documents that we sent to the rest of the world saying to the Gentiles, here's how you can worship the Lord and we won't put burdens on you that you can't bear. Praise God. So I believe that this was probably penned by the direction of the Holy Spirit because James, the brother of the Lord, was close to his time when he would be martyred. And um, we have a record of his martyrdom. I'll teach in, in FCD on it. You already probably had Reverend John maybe mention to you the method with which he was Killed in Jerusalem. But he's now the bishop of the church of Jerusalem. And among the apostles, Paul, or rather Peter and John. How many know what I'm talking about? And John is ministering at that time both in Jerusalem as well as in his travels, etc. So there's too much information. And the same with Peter. But... But Antioch sent relief and the other Gentile churches were sending relief continually to Jerusalem and the apostles at Jerusalem so that there would be distribution, there would be ministry made because although victories were up here, they were, without, not, they were not without challenge. I want to comfort you today. Your challenges are not evidence 
that you're on the wrong path. Your challenges are persecution for the word's sake. Fight for it. Rise up and declare the victory of the Lord in the land of the living. Glory be to God. Fight for it. My God is going to turn things around. My God is going to perform it in full. My God is going to help you through. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fight for it. Amen. Amen. So. So I believe that this was written somewhere around the. uh, Maybe. Anywhere from two to five years two to five years before uh, the Apostle Peter and the Apostle Paul were martyred in Rome. Does that make sense? And it was right about close to the time when James would be martyred in Jerusalem and then the destruction of Jerusalem would come. I have that much time? Yes. Would you do by time? Are you getting anything out of this? So now we're spirit filled. How many of us are spirit filled? So the Lord shows us things and reveals to us things. How much more would he if we were going to be entrusted with writing by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit a sacred document? Now we have an address on this. In other words, you're going to read it. Go ahead and read James Chapter 1 and verse 1. Ready? Go. Okay, stop. Ready? Go. Okay. Greetings. Now, if you notice right after that, he, go, he, he says, you know, my brothers count it all joy when you, when you fall into divers uh, temptations or tribulations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, uh, you see what I mean? He goes, he's describing a condition. I don't know if, 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 if the Archbishop of the Church of Jerusalem or the elder James, the overseer James, the brother of the Lord knew when he was by the inspiration of God writing this, I don't know if he knew that 2,000 years later we're going to be reading, <laughs> we're going to be reading what he wrote as scripture. Are you listening to me? I don't know. I believe he probably did. Does that make sense? Or maybe, maybe knew at least this is a permanent message to the, to the 12 what? To the 12 tribes, what? Scattered. Scattered abroad. He's writing specifically 
because see, he's a Nazarite. He's writing specifically because he's respected. He's writing specifically because he's recognized in the priesthood. So, but he's writing also specifically saying, listen, I'm not just a relative of, he is the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm a son of God. And he's writing to us and he's writing to the, the dispersed 12 tribes, wherever they may be. That tells me that people all over parts of Syria and present-day Iraq and present-day Persia as well as North Africa and all over the Asia Minor area would have access to whoever would carry this letter to them that will tell them, hey, be comforted. The stuff you're going through is not strange. It is because of your faith in the Lord. Hallelujah. Count it joy. 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 Glory to God. And 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 count it joy. And here's how you fight it. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm. You guys know how many of you know the book of James? Wave at me. And I see. Count it joy. And here's how you do it. And I'm gonna say it in reverse. Said, no man when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. That's how he said it. Uh, but a man is tempted when he's led away of his own lust and enticed. And when lust is conceived, it brings forth sin. When sin is finished, it brings forth death. That's not in reverse. That's in forward. I'm going to stop. How many want to know the Lord's immediate family's doctrine hallelujah Hallelujah. so you reverse it let no saint boast let no Christian boast and say God made me do all these good things because A man is drawn, when a man is drawn, when a human is drawn, when a apostolic woman is drawn by godly desires and fights for it, then you conceive righteousness. And when righteousness matures and is birthed, it brings forth life. Glory be to God. So he's showing the process of conception and growth. Then he he goes on and he continues. And he gets into the, it says, don't be just a talker, be a doer. Because the man that, 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 only, that only confesses, whoo, it's like a person that walks away from the mirror and forgets what kind of man they are. Well, wait a minute, James. How in the world did you know the same doctrine that the apostle Paul talked about? He said, but we with an open face beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. I'm going to stop till somebody outshouts me in this place. 
when you look in the mirror, you don't see your old nature. When you look in the word, you don't see the influence of the devil. When you read God's definition of you, you don't see inferiority. You see vindication. You see liberty. You see victory. You see authority. You see forgiveness. So we, we don't walk away and forget. We don't walk away from it. And then, then he goes on to say, then he goes on to say, then he goes on to, I'm not done. You, you, then he, he, whoo, he says, don't, don't walk away and forget what manner of person you are. Because if you want to find you, look in the word. If you want to find you, look in the logos. If you want to find you, look in the victory. If you want to find you, look in the word. And take the real you. And don't forget what kind of a man, uh, what kind of a person you are in, 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 in the word of God. And, and then, and then, and then now, now he says, now, now, I'm not even going to elaborate on that. He says, now speak the word. Bridle your tongue. Are you listening? Put a bit in your tongue. Let, 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 let the rudder of your ship go the right direction. Speak in agreement. And he's saying to you and I, I know what it's like to be around someone who's always talked right. And whatever he said, when he said, stretch your hand, there was a hand there. When he said, roll away the stone, the dead rose. I know what it's like. I've been around someone that said, I'm coming back. And then he appeared after he rose. Hey! Hey! Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, 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 glory. I, I know what it's like. I know what it's like. A matter of fact, I know. I don't only know what it's like for a man to speak the word. I know what it's like for the word to be the man. And it was beyond me, if, if I could elaborate on. Now, how many believe this is the word of God? Yeah. Not an opinion, not tradition, not subject to debate, alive. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is not just this. It says, matter of fact, he said, he said, and I, I, pro, oh, and I grew up around this. And sometimes this strange, unusual person. Go up, go up to the feast. Go to the feast. Say, I'm not going to the feast. It's not my time. I'm going to remember the Lord. He said, my time is not yet, but your time is always here. Hallelujah. So this dispersion, if I could, for, remember where we are? This dispersion of the people of God 
is going to receive the word of God and is receiving the word of God today and being fed the word of God today in order that his experience, his commission would become their commission. You have been sent by the Lord. You are in your region. You are in the city. You are in this hour and you are in this family to occupy with us with authority over every power of the enemy and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And the Lord says, I'm not going, you go. Your time is always here, my time is not yet. But then later, while they're at the feast, he stands in the middle on that great day of the feast and he cries out, Anybody thirsty? If you're thirsty, come to me. Because the scripture said, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. My God. My God. My God. Can I stop for a minute? I'm prophesying to you. They said, isn't that that man that everybody wants to silence and kill? How is he standing in the middle and shouting out loud and declaring it they're going to look at you and they're going to say aren't those those Christians that we thought we did away with we canceled them we stopped them we silenced them we 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 knew speak them are, are those, we, we added them are, the, are those the same people standing up and declaring in the midst of the earth there is victory in the house come on come on glory 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 So in the middle of that period of time when this was necessary to be written and and, um, the the power of the Lord was moving, evangelism, apostolic evangelism was taking place and and, um, the, um, the, um, the... Eighth chapter of the uh, the the Gospel of Acts. How many will read James later? Say he said the ship of your life will go in the direction of your rudder. Hallelujah! Believe it. Say it. Do it. Fight for it. Stand for it. My God. Curse the curse and bless the blessing. My God. Hallelujah. And uh, do you have a minute? You may be seated. So we have a, a holy portion of our Bible, the, the, the epistle of James to the 12 tribes scattered abroad. Today, even today, no one 
neither on the Gentile side nor on the Hebrew side, knows quite exactly who is all the 12 tribes. Yet there is a word written by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that applies to both Jew and Gentile. How many are glad for the confession of faith? How many are glad for first-hand knowledge of the living word of God? Living, living, I mean Jesus, know, the knowledge of Christ. And, uh, huh. and, uh, and, uh, and if it was not for the epistle of James, there wouldn't be uh, all that we needed to know about supernatural, invisible activity through powerful prayer. Because he goes and says, now listen, Elijah was like us. He was a human. Then he prayed. Then he goes on and he talks about how heaven was shut. Remember that? And then he talks about how the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. It's not just we're praying for you or we're praying for you too. There's another level. There, there is a, a bubbly. There is an authoritative. There is, a, there is a level of dominion that the Lord gives his people. And in our unity, somebody say Unity. There must, if two will agree, if there's two or three, there I am in their midst in that unity of the faith of the word of God. And there's a stirring up of a kind of prayer that looses and that binds. So, and then he goes on to say, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. He's even, he's writing to believing dispersed, persecuted tribes that are all over the earth to make sure they don't stay home, stay sick, and die young. But, but, but get somebody to let the regional representation of the Lord know so that they would come and the Bible said and let them pray over him anointing him with oil and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and if he's committed sins or she's committed sins the person they shall be forgiven him that's good stuff so introduced by James the apostle or James the elder um just, just several years prior to the destruction of the city of Jerusalem. And, and 2,000 years later, we have on record the word of God. We have on record the word of God exactly how we, he deals with you conceiving righteousness and righteousness, uh, uh, godly desires, conceiving godly desires, bringing forth godly works, godly works manifesting life, brings forth life. And um, seeing in the mirror 
yourself and remembering who you are because you're a doer of the word. How many of you, you can shout loud right now because you're a doer of the word? You're a doer of the word. You're a doer of the word. That's why I have no reservations to declare that you're more than a conqueror through Christ. That all things work together for you, for good for you who love God. You are called according to his purpose. That just because something delay does not mean it prevailed. Because patience is going to have her perfect work in your life. And you're going to be entire and wanting nothing. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 And your, your prayers that have been declaring an open heaven will not fail to see an open heaven. Heaven is opening up and showers of supernatural blessing and power are coming upon you. Glory be to God forever. 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 Stay on your feet for a moment. I'm going to uh, ask you to uh, come and agree. Stand up to your feet for a moment if you can. During those times, whether it's 10 years or 20 years uh, period, right? Because the Lord ascended in, in 30, 30, 30, whatever, two or three years give 30, 32, whatever. Church of Jerusalem, Church of Antioch, Church of Alexandria, Church Damascus, all over the place. But one church. How many understand the body of Christ? How many understand what I'm talking about? Pre-denominational family of God. Well, during that time, it's not a small stir for one of two that were, were, I mean, as fiery as you can get. Their mom came, had a board meeting with Jesus and said, let, let one of them sit on your right hand and one of them sit on your left. Right? And uh, so, you know, and, and uh, the Lord, the sons of thunder. So for one of the two sons of thunder to be killed and then the next phase is like the, the, the uh, king... King, the king says, I'm going to take Kephas. I'm going to take Peter. So this, this thing is really, really exciting. The unbelievers and unbecom- the, those that rejected uh, the, the one that these people called the Messiah. I'm gonna t- and so he captures Peter. The church is praying continually, right? Yeah. And we see, the, we see the miracle. And so we're talking about with during that particular season of time when um, you get in. You get by the eighth chapter of Acts. You start in the eighth chapter of Acts, and you actually have public um, execution. Eighth chapter of Acts. There's a public execution because now there's seven deacons that, that are, uh, and one of them is Stephen. And he's got the spirit of wisdom and power, and no man could resist the spirit and the wisdom and the power by which he spake and miracles are happening. Isn't that powerful? Yes. And so, 
And, and then he's also full of God. So he's full of God and he starts preaching. The, 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 the mission of the Lord. So he starts telling them. He says, God, the God of glory appeared to Abraham. I'm not going to belabor this. But he continues from Abraham. He goes all the way down through the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness. He goes down the line. And then he gets to the point And he can tell that his crowd is not receptive. <laughs> it's, a, it's, the, it's, a, it's, it's the whole council. There's anywhere from 80 to 100 people there that are all ordained denominationally to stand in the seat of judgment. And among them is Saul of Tarsus. And so he just kind of, you know, gets a little bit, you know, a little bit more time than he should. And he's, he, he's, he's, he just said, he's, he said, you've killed all the prophets. He said, you have a stiff neck. You resist the Holy Spirit. You know the story. And, and he's stoned. They begin to stone him. They begin to gnash with their teeth in anger. And it's a public execution And Stephen sees a vision of the Lord standing up. I, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing. My God. Jesus is like, preach it. <laughs> At the right hand of power. And when they heard that, they were just, it was blasphemy. Ah, they couldn't understand. It was blasphemy to them. How many know what I'm talking about? Yes. And so public execution, they stoned him and he fell asleep saying, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And then immediately after that, no need for uh, assumption or making uh, assumptions, the Saul of Tarsus went Uh, threatening, threatening everywhere, went to Damascus, went to the surrounding areas, went to every city, and uh, broke into homes, and drug Christians, isn't that right? And uh, was wreaking havoc among believers, the same thing that we see defined, whether it's a that he's talking about that particular instance, or he's writing 15 years later, how many understand it's the same principle? Yes. Just wave at me if you understand the same principle. So, so now Saul, Saul of Tarsus is, is, is determined to go as far as, as he needs to. And while he's doing that, there is, a, there is a, a, a man of God by the name of Philip who's ministering in the cities of Samaria and uh, doing all these miracles. And I won't go through the whole thing except that the angel of the Lord spoke to him to go to the, to the south, to the street that joins Jerusalem over to Gaza and, and, and join himself to, to the chariot. And there is that Ethiopian eunuch returning back from Jerusalem to, to back to Ethiopia. He's going, he's heading to Africa and he's reading, he was led as a lamb or as a sheep to the slaughter. Are you listening? And he opened not his mouth and here... He, Here comes um, Philip, and he said, do you understand what you're reading? 
And he said, yes, all I need is a Bible. That was funny. You should laugh for a long time about that. See, that's, that's how people come out with all kinds of saviors from Buddha to Shinto to Krishna. But if you have a mentor, you only come out with Christ in you, the hope of glory. Said, who is he talking about? And he, and he said, how can I accept a man teach me? And so he got up on the chariot. And this is, this is very powerful because, because this is the life. I want you to hit someone and say, this is the life, is the life. We, are we are born into. So he begins in the same scripture. He opens his mouth and he preached, preached to him Jesus. And he went from that scripture all the way to water baptism. Because the Ethiopian says, there's water. What hinders me to be baptized? So, so watch this. While there is a Pharisee of the Pharisees from the tribe of Benjamin wreaking havoc on the church over here in real close by Damascus. Are you listening to me? There is an Ethiopian getting ready to go back to Africa with more power than the devil knows what to do with. Offer the anointing of the Holy Ghost. While the enemy is messing around in a small area of your call, God is moving in the major portions of your life. Hey, God is moving in your life, in your home, in your marriage, in your children, in your business. Glory, glory, glory. Rembrandt And he says, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he took him in. And of course, we know he baptized them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And when the, when the eunuch came up out of the water, Philip was translated to Ozotos preaching the gospel in all of the cities all over that place. About 90 miles away, picked up bodily and put somewhere else. Somebody shout transportation. Transportation. <laughs> Somebody shout transportation. Transportation. Shout it one more time. Transportation. Lift your hands up right now. Lift them up. Everything you need to get to where God is calling you. Everything you need to get your feet out of whatever it is that resembles mud or limitation or molasses in your divine call. Everything you need to get you from point A to point Omega, from Aleph to Tau. Everything you need to press forth 
towards the mark of the price of the high cost. Everything you need is supplied miraculously by the anointing of God. This is what you've been born into. You've been born into this. Everything you need. Everything you need. Everything you need. My God, what is owed you is coming back, multiplied. What is tied up is being released and accelerated. What you've been waiting for is coming upon you and overtaking you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Transportation. What you need with your calendar to reschedule in order to be part of the apostolic woman or the defenders what you need in the area of your job to get that week given to you as well as with pay whatever you need in the area of your call to make every one of these last three months of the year miraculous months of increase whatever you need the next seven years to fulfill what God has called you to fulfill whatever you need in order to come out with a good bill of health whatever you need in order to see the renewal of your strength like the eagle whatever you need you've been born into this you've been born into this you're born into this you're born into this glory to God put your hands on your spirit and put your hands on your spirit at home everybody shout it together I believe the word of God I believe you, Lord, in dwelling in my life, in my hearing, revelatorily, on the pages of the Holy Scriptures. I believe the Word of God. When my feelings contradict, I doubt my feelings. When my body contradicts, I doubt my body. I speak your health. I speak your happiness, your joy, your peace, your love, your patience, your forgiveness, your sanctification, your renewal of strength, your renewal of youth. I speak your word. And I direct the ship in the direction of your call. I'm an explorer. We are your body commissioned to reach every nation with the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. And we will not fail to share in your commission. If that is you, let me hear you shout today. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.